Hi coaches, Brian Blackburn here with the Pound the Rock podcast. Uh, we're back with our first uh, college head coach, Coach Dan Miller from Latorno University, and he's going to be talking to us uh, just about his program, all kinds of all kinds of great stuff uh, with his team, with his program, and uh, some words of wisdom for us. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors from HardwoodTexas.com. We have Huddle, Waterboard Graphics, Scholastic Steel, Jeremy Thomas Agency, Allstate, as well as Tumbleweed Textiles. Coach Miller, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me on, Brian. I appreciate it. We were we were joking before the before the podcast because we ran into each other at uh, Freebirds in San Angelo as you were making one of your small college long road trips, boys teams, girls teams, finding trying to find the uh, the cheapest place to eat for everybody, and uh, that was your that was your go to. So. Uh, uh, it's great to great to talk to you about some basketball, and uh, thank you for for joining us on such short notice. You you had a lot of success at the high school level there in the Houston area. Why don't you talk a little bit about that experience, and then maybe some of the similarities and differences that you faced going from being a head boys basketball coach at the high school level to being a men's basketball coach at the college level. Right, right. Well, um, you know, I was very fortunate. Um, to uh, be the first head coach at Seven Lakes High School. Uh, it was 2004. Um, we opened, uh, at the time, I believe we were the sixth, head, or sixth high school in KDISD. And it was a very uh, gratifying experience. Um, we were able to open the high school with uh, freshmen and sophomore. And, you know, for those coaches out there that have done that before, uh, opening in a high school uh, or, you know, any program, whether it's high school, junior high, college, uh, being the, the the very first team uh, is, is a real neat experience. You know, every basketball you order, uh, you know, every uniform you order is the first one, and and you really get to to start a program up from scratch. So uh, it was a lot of fun doing it. Um, I was blessed, uh, first of all, just having uh, some great assistant coaches uh, with me along the way, who are still uh, some of my closest friends, um, Coach Heston, Coach Brayton, uh, Coach Kanabi, Coach Cole, uh, among others. Uh, and we just, you know, we, we got it going in 2004, and, you know, we built our program at Seven Lakes uh, just on two words, uh, toughness and togetherness. Um, we, we, that was the motto of our program, um, and, and we fielded some really tough teams. Um, and then, of course, and we brought that here to Laterno, too, I believe, you know, the togetherness part of basketball, you know, being a team sport is always important to me as a head coach. Um, so it was a great experience uh, starting, um, I think, our first time that we had seniors, um, we were able to make the playoffs, um, and uh, we, you know, we were fortunate enough, I think, uh, for those seven straight years, uh, to um, not only make the playoffs but win at least one playoff game every year. Uh, and I know uh, that that continued for a little while there too. And, and Coach Heston, with Coach Heston, and he's still doing a great job with that program. So I uh, take a lot of pride in, in what we did at Seven Lakes. Um, KDISD at the time, you know, all the schools were five A's, and and now you know, classification changed, you know, a couple of years ago, so now they're they're six A's. Um, but coaching at a big high school uh, is is great because you know I really enjoyed um, as being a head coach, not just our varsity, but you know I always take took pride in how our freshman B team, A team, sophomore team, JV, and varsity would do. Um, and it was truly, I, I think, you know, the, the, the neatest thing was to see young, young men who come in your program as freshmen and maybe be on that B team 
and they're still there four years from now, make it onto the varsity. And what we did at Seven Lakes, I think, was kind of unique in that um, we would try to uh, really uh, build it so that, that when kids entered our program, and, and you can't keep everyone, especially at the big school, so, you know, of course, we did have to cut some people. Uh, but, you know, that if they didn't continue on as basketball player, we, we started, uh, we had a lot of managers. We had a lot of, a lot of student helpers. You know, we, some of my, my friends would, would joke in Houston when, when Seven Lakes would roll up, we were, it would be a, not just a basketball team, it would be like, you know, a, a bus full of managers getting out. You know, we'd always gear them up and, and make sure they, they, they looked nice. And, 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 but they would help out a lot. So we had big teams, uh, you know, players and managers and coaches, but we took a lot of pride in what we did at Seven Lakes. And, I'm um, very proud of what we were able to accomplish there. Yeah. Now, in, in regards to your program, I know I know you had some great guards to work with there at, at Seven Lakes, and and so when you when you went to the college level, you went to Latorno. What what year was your first year there? Was it 2012 or 13? Um, this this would be my fourth year here. So 2014. Okay. 2014 was the first year. And, and so when you when you got there. Uh, how how hard was that transition for you? I mean, just from a mindset standpoint, had you already made your mind up? Look, I'm ready for the next challenge. I'm ready to be a college coach. How how did that kind of come about? Right, that's a great question. Um, so, you know, when I got the Seven Lakes job, uh, head coaching job, I think I might have just just turned thirty, uh, right around twenty nine, um, and I did that for ten years, and I kind of. My wife and I talked about it. Um, I was prior to that. I was an assistant coach at a D two uh, in Minnesota, um, and recruiting. You know, with little kids. You know, it, for us, we found it. You know, I didn't find it ideal. I wanted to be at home a little bit more in the summer and and and, and spring. You know, uh, so uh, I decided. You know, I want to go back into high school coaching. So anyway, I ended up. You know, I had seven lakes and loved it. Absolutely loved it, and um, had a great experience. But I just felt. Uh, you know, it was time for another challenge, you know. Um, so it was, it was, I think, maybe nine years I was there. And probably that ninth year, I, if you would have told me that I would have left after the year during that season, I, I mean, I, I never even thought about it, I'll be honest with you. We had uh, Cameron McGusty, who's now uh, going to be a sophomore at Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, he was a really good player. You know, he's actually, I, I think he was uh, the Big 12 freshman of the year maybe last year. Um, and he was coming off being player of the year in our conference as a sophomore, and we, I think we won maybe, I don't know, 28, 29 games that year. We had a really good team returning, and so, you know, I, it didn't even really enter my mind, but when I, when I got done with that season, uh, we were a game away from making the regionals again. We lost a, a very tough overtime game to Cy Woods, and um, it just really hit me hard, and, 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 you know, I just thought about it, prayed on things, and it just kind of felt God's calling for just another challenge, and, and I didn't know what that would be. I didn't know when it would come, you know, but it, things just happened really quick. Uh, and, and, you know, I applied for this job, and I know a lot of other people did too, you know, and so I didn't even really think I was honestly going to get the job, but uh, things just work out, worked out, and and, um, and I was really happy to do it. So kind of in my 30s, you know, I was a head high school coach, and now, you know, I'm in my, in my 40s, a uh, head college coach, so we'll just see where it goes, but... Um, it, it was it was a, a tough decision uh, to, to leave Seven Lakes, leave Houston, leave Katy, but uh, it, this was a challenge, and, and and that's what I was ready for. Um, they had they they kind of were they were struggling, you know. I think maybe there's been 
three winning seasons at Letourneau in basketball in, in maybe like 40, 40 some years, you know, um, the previous year, maybe they won five games or whatever it was. And so I just, I just wanted to, uh, personally, honestly, personally to, to a challenge and, and, um, kind of excited to, to, instead of starting a program from scratch, like we did at seven, like to see if, if we can turn around a program. Um, and that was a great, uh, a challenge. Uh, I, I was fortunate to uh, pick up a great assistant coach in James Wallace from Minnesota, uh, who I knew through, uh, uh, well, I didn't know him, but his boss at the time was the head coach at Southwest Minnesota State, Brad Bigler. Him, Brad and I were assistant coaches together. Um, to make a long story short, I asked, asked Brad, you know, if he knew anybody, he said, I got a guy for you. So James came aboard. So we've, the last three years, we've really taken pride in, in turning Letourneau around. And, and we're not trying to do it short term. We're trying to make this into the best Division three basketball program in our region. So uh, we want to maintain and, and build off our success from last year. Yeah. Why don't you talk just a little bit about the, the biggest differences and maybe some of the similarities between coaching at the high school level and then coaching at the D3 level. There, there's uh, quite a few coaches that, uh, from our state that have gone from high school to college. Some of them went to the, the assistant route. Yeah. Uh, a guy I worked for at Flower Mound Marcus, Danny Henderson's an assistant. Then you have yeah. coaches like uh, Doug Boxel who went from Ponder and then went to uh, Ozarks uh, there in Arkansas as a D3 head coach. So, uh, you know, I, I think uh, there might be some coaches in our audience listening that would be interested in in making that transition that you did. So why don't you talk a little bit about what maybe they could expect uh, that would be the same and, and different from from the two experiences. Right. Um, well, you know, there's, there, there are some similarities, of course, you know, um, in that, you know, basketball is basketball, so to speak. And, uh, you know, uh, from my, my philosophy of what we were able to do and how we do things at Seven Lakes from a basketball standpoint are very similar to what we do here. You know, um, one thing about college basketball that I, I, I really do do love is, is, you know, you got guys who that's what they want to do. You know, they want to play college basketball. So, you know, even at the NCAA Division three level, you know, some people who maybe haven't been to an NCAA Division three game, I, I think they're, they're surprised the first time they go just to see how, how good a basketball it is and how good the players are. Um, you know, the majority of the guys on the court are, you know, the best players in high school or the better players. You know, of course, not the D1 guys, but other really good players. So from a competitive standpoint, um, I, I really enjoy college basketball. Uh, I love working with high school age young men, of course, but it's, it's, it's a little different, you know, working with, with guys ages 18 to, to all the way to 24, you know, like we have on our team. Um, you know, you really form a, a really neat relationship. I, I think college basketball uh, and high school basketball you know, are similar in that relationships are so important. Um, but I do believe, you know, at the college level, you know, you're, you're getting that guy who's, you know, maybe some of them are, are serious with their girlfriend. So, you know, they're asking about what's the time to be engaged or, you know, uh, guys who are changing, you know, what they're majoring and helping them decide, you know, what they want to do with the rest of their lives. So, you know, that part away, uh, away from the court, uh, is really enjoyable with the relationship part in college basketball. Um, one difference, uh, that I don't like that I miss a lot is the having the athletic period, um, you know, at the 5A, 6A level, 
you know, where you get your guys Monday through Friday uh, for that 50, 55 minutes, whatever it was. I, I loved that. I absolutely loved that. And I loved having the, you know, your, your freshman in the, in, the, in the other period. You know, um, here at the Division three level, uh, it's a little different, uh, of course, than Division one and two with what we get. So, you know, we don't get that. Um, so we, we can't start working uh, with our guys until October 15th. Um, and that part is hard. That part's hard for me because I love the, the skill development along the way. So, you know, what you have to do, what we find and our philosophy has been since we've had our first recruiting class two years ago, is we try to find guys who we call self-starters who, who want to work, who don't need a coach, uh, you know, over top of them all the time. And then that plays it forward as they, they become upperclassmen, they're leaders. And, you know, I got, you know, I'm up in my office up here now, but I'd imagine that, you know, our gun is going with, with guys shooting right now down in the gyms and guys in the weight room. And, you know, so we, we try to, and I know we're going to talk about that later, but we try to recruit guys who want to work hard at the Division three level. If you're going to have a winning program, that that's important. Um, high school, uh, you know, uh, you don't have the recruiting aspect. Um, and that is a difference. You know, uh, recruiting, it really never stops. Uh, you can recruit as much as you want because, you know, one, one good thing I do like about NCAA Division Three is we don't have the days that, that D1s have. You know, right. they, they go out during the live period and, and go to high schools during certain periods where, you know, we, we're real open-ended. We, we, we can go out and recruit uh, really any day and, um, you know, and, you know, even when you're at home at night, you know, I, I try to have a list of, of recruits that, you know, I may, I may text with at night, you know, when you're watching shows or TV with your family, you know, it just constantly keeps going. A uh, high school coach may call me or, or, or tell me about their guy and, uh, you know, let's get on, on video at night and, and, and see if we can find some highlights and then, and then start to, to, to build that up. So, uh, recruiting is, is always keeps you going as a college coach. Uh, it's something you don't have in high school, but high school you have teaching. You know, um, uh, you know the, the teaching component. You know, preparing. Depending what you know, if you're fortunate, you, you have PE or or something. Maybe you don't do as much planning. But I know a lot of my friends who are high school coaches who who teach a high level math class or you know a science class or you know whatever it is. And those guys are, are putting a lot of work into that also. So they they have dual duties that way. So you know, I think it evens out. They're both hardworking jobs, and and you can put as much work into either one to to be great. And you find that the the guys who, who are successful at both high school and college are, are, are pretty much have the same qualities. They love the game of basketball. Uh, they're hard workers. Uh, they're, they're people, uh, you know, they know how to treat people, uh, whether it's their staff or their players, and, and they want to be successful. So, um, you know, I think uh, uh, both of them offered that. Uh, you know, one thing about, you know, at Seven Lakes, we were fortunate. We didn't, you know, we didn't have, uh, you know, the, the high-level D1 guys, you know, other than, than Cameron when he was a sophomore. But we did have, you know, some D1 guys. But we were very fortunate to have um, some, some great leaders early in those years, like Trey Pinkney, who ended yeah. up being a point guard at SFA, Anthony Kendrick, who, who ended up playing college football at Kentucky. Um, and, you know, when you have guys like that in your program, uh, that, that really helps. So, um you know, one thing about college is you can you can kind of seek those out. You can recruit them. Um, you know, Division three we can't offer athletic scholarships. To, to, so to find those guys who fit the, the all the check boxes with our academics and everything, and then our great leaders. I mean, you really gotta you gotta be looking. Uh, you gotta be looking hard. So I love that challenge. I mean, that that challenge for my my assistant coach James and I. 
you know, we always get excited when we find that next guy, and we feel like we have a lot of those guys on our team right now.